he always comes in we're about to record he does he do he he knows he has a fifth sense about it yeah he's gearing up to disturb the peace <laughs> i like it all right warning cat cat in room will cat. interrupt podcast <laughs> forever yes all right Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm Blair. And I'm Kirsten and we are Mediocre Content. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we were ready, Blair. We're ready. We're ready. No, my cat just, like I said, my cat just jumped up on the side and I'm like waiting for him to knock over something. Also, stay away from my plants, sir. You can't tell him how to live his life. He's a free cat. Oh, Simba. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh my god. Well, um this is the last freaking episode of May. Can you believe that? Whoop, whoop. Close I can. So Sometimes. It is so hard to believe. I look at our podcast schedule sometimes and I'm like, wow, we've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Like longer than I thought we were gonna do. <laughs> wow, we actually made something of this. Wow, <laughs> we did this. No way. No, it is. It's very cool, and we're halfway, almost halfway through 2023, which is extremely insurmountable mentally. I, I don't. don't know. I don't want to talk about it. As 2024 fair. is gonna lead. Like 2024 is gonna be nice, <laughs> but it's also going to be an election year which makes mm. me sad election i'm like not ready tough. yeah yeah the drama for everybody in the states you know what we're talking about and for everybody outside of the states enjoy the show i know that there's yeah, gonna be honestly. tons of stuff uh there's always tons of stuff that you know people from the outside are like wow <laughs> we're like yeah wow yeah <laughs> <We> agree exactly <laughs> uh how have you been everything going well Everything is good. Everything is good. Did I tell, I don't know if I told the podcast that I went, I visited home for a while and I went to no, to a wedding and um, so I visited my parents for the first time since we moved out to California and we had a <laughs> lovely little time. I saw my brother and his wife, Nicole, and my mom has, so my mom and dad, like, they're empty nesters now, right? Mm, like my yeah. brother and I are both married and like educated and like, you know, educated. out of the house. <laughs> Why was educated also added in there? <laughs> well, I don't know. I just feel like when people leave the house, they're like out of college and everything. You know, That's you're fair. like making real money. You have real jobs. That's why. Is that what happens? Is that what happens? I don't know. I guess. <laughs> Is there hope? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have a pretty okay. And job. also, like, you don't necessarily have to get married to move out of your parents' house. So educated is <laughs> could also mean that you went to college and have a big job now. I don't know, whatever. Big job, like it. <laughs> um, but my mom has developed this relationship with what we think is a cat. We're not really sure. <laughs> You're gonna have because... to elaborate on that. <laughs> yeah. So... Okay. <laughs> so I guess this winter, this past winter, um she saw like little cat prints on the deck Mm -hmm. of their like back porch. And so my mom being the animal lover that she is Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. bought cat food and a little mm. cat bed and nice. a little bowl and put it out in like the little nook of the back porch and she and but the thing is is like she she's only seen what she thinks is a cat you know what i mean like she's never she's only seen the cat prints right. and like the cat only comes and eats the food in at night and not you know there's no sightings of the cat during the day we don't know we, we just know that when we get up in the morning that the food is gone is this a ghost cat <laughs> right Phantom so cat. i think I have theories. I don't, okay. we don't know if it's a cat. We don't know. It's my mom. My mom's calling it a cat. Okay. Cat with sure. quotation marks. <laughs> so I think it's a raccoon or a possum or something. Maybe like it could be, it you know, and be. how funny would that be? You just like wake up at 3 a.m. and you see the little raccoon with its little hand fingers, like eating the little cat food one by one. <laughs> oh my God. Or if you want to go down a horror story, oh, no. you wake up at 3 a.m. and you don't see a cat and the, the food is still gone, but you see something else in the woods. Oh, geez. Is it spooky yet? No, it's not time for that. Okay. I mean, it's always, I always love a good like Halloween mm. spooky story, but mm. I don't think, I, you know, I really don't think that's what it is. I what don't do know. they call them? Is it skinwalkers? Yes. And that's terrifying. And it's like <laughs> Appalachian, yeah. West Virginia. Yeah. TikTok. <laughs> if if the woods say your name, don't they, don't say anything back. You, and I'm just like, my, what do you mean? My favorite thing is it's just like if you hear your name, you don't. <laughs> you don't. Like, okay. Got it. Got it. I'm deaf. <laughs> Perfect. Wood safety. Woods. <laughs> Only you can prevent kidnappings. <laughs> <laughs> horrifying i'm Don't sorry go in the if you woods. guys can hear my cat he is meowing <sighs> intensely in the background that's a real cat hey well hopefully it is a cat and maybe it's just a rando neighborhood cat you know oh he reached oh, yeah, for you that was adorable it was adorable <laughs> and i love it when he does that have you seen the papa's party oh my god <laughs> <laughs> not me not me every day going to sandy like see it's about it's about buzz it's about buzz party see it's about buzz if if you know you know and if you don't know you'll see it on reels in like a month oh my god (laughs) yeah right yeah we talked about that chris has not let it out too first of all he continues to send me the facebook videos which i still watch but also he called me out when they they're driving <laughs> they called me while they i guess listened to the episode it's just yeah you're like he loves your your comments on the videos that he sends you he's like you've probably already seen it <laughs> <laughs> took it real personal oh it is we're it is. sorry chris it's okay it's all right <laughs> we understand oh my god uh okay well with that there's more that I really want to talk about that I see that you have here. Would you like to provide a disclaimer before we get into some more tea? Yes. <laughs> yes, I would. Okay. So as always, um, we're not experts on anything. And if you have come to the podcast to get any kind of advice, we are not the place to get that, but we are the place to learn about things. And we also encourage you to do your own research. So um, with that, 
I have the good news this week, and we're going to be talking about One Direction, as one does. As one does. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> and so I know we had on our One Direction podcast, if you haven't listened to that, please listen to that, because it'll give you some context on who you're dealing with here. Um, but... <laughs> It will define exactly who I am. Right. Um, but basically, Liam Payne might be getting getting it together. And I know that we shit on him a lot in our mm-hmm. One Direction podcast because he's just, he went off the deep end for a while. And still. And I'm sort of. I'm skeptical. But yeah. according to this article, um, One Direction alum Liam Payne revealed that he is over a hundred days sober, saying, "I feel amazing. I feel really, really good." Hmm. Um, the support from fans and everything has been really good too, and I'm super happy. Good for okay. Liam. Okay, we okay. appreciate that. I didn't know he was dealing with um, a problem. It I explains a I lot don't of know. his behavior. So, yes, I mean, I know on the Jake Paul or not Jake Paul. Oh yeah, it is Jake. No, it's Logan Paul. Paul. Logan it's Logan Paul. Paul's yeah. pod. It's Logan Paul's podcast. On that podcast, he was seen like drinking mm-hmm. kind right. of a lot, but uh, I mean, that was one time. Like we right. don't really know like to the extent of the problem. But um and I don't know if he really did have a problem or if he was just saying, you know, like hey, I've just been laying off the alcohol. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. Cuz you can be sober for a certain amount of time without actually having a problem. He might have been on the on the brink of a problem. Right. I don't right, know. Right, right. You know. Um, so Payne has been open about his struggle with alcoholism. Okay. Well, that answers that question in the past (laughs) in 2019, he told men's health Australia that he struggled to keep up after the talent show, the X factor, um, and has become part of the mass and became. So after the X factor, obviously he was in one direction. Mm -hmm. Um, he added, he, that he often drank before going on stage in an effort to manage the stress. I did not know that. Um, quote, he, it's almost like putting on a Disney costume before you step up on stage and underneath the Disney costume. I was pissed quite a lot of the time because there was no other way to get your head around what was going on. Unquote. Hmm. He said, <clears throat> quote i mean it was fun we had an absolute blast but there were certain parts that were a little bit toxic obviously yeah 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 um looking ahead Payne told uh ifl tv this week that in addition to being sober he's also working on a new album that he's really excited about Hmm. okay yeah he says that he definitely wants to tour this time and um it's unusual because he wasn't sure that he was going to tour. Hmm. Um, but he's excited to get back on the road and see the fans. Interesting. Yeah. And I know like he was invited. So this all came about because this is a little bit of an old article. Mm-hmm. So this all came about while he was at the movie premiere for Louie because Louie had his whole like concert movie come out mm-hmm. documentary, I think. Yeah. And Liam was invited, which everyone was kind of like, oh, so they're still friends. That's good. You know, and then Niall and Harry were like off in America, like doing their own thing. The premiere was in London, I think. I think so. And then we don't know where Zane is. He's like (laughs) MIA. Zane's just doing his thing. As he does. (laughs) As he as he does. Right. Um, 
Yeah, well, I think also for the boys in general, particularly Louis, I mean, if any of them did that, chances are they wouldn't, like, not invite everyone just for good, you know, like, good character. Right. Good whatever you want to call it. So that makes sense to me, even if there was a little bit of a rough patch that he would still be invited. But didn't... um yeah. Was it you that I was talking to? Yeah, it was. So we were texting about his comment. Was that there then about the chat? Their chat? Remind me again. So we, well, you oh. sent me that, that little blip of an interview with Liam and I wasn't sure. Was that at Louis' premiere or was that somewhere else? Yeah. So that was at Louis' premiere. So <clears throat> for context yeah. here, listener, uh, there's a little blip going around a video of Liam in this like it was less than a couple of seconds where the interviewer or reporter was like you know are you guys thinking about getting back together blah 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 and he's like I can't speak on that but what I can say is we've like reopened our group chat or we have a group chat or yeah something like that and now yeah. additionally what we were tweeting or chatting about were the TikToks regarding Nal and Harry who were playing One Direction songs at their personal concerts and now well, everybody's and Louis, in a tizzy. Louis too. So Louis too. Everybody's he, in a tizzy about yeah. it because they think this is the beginning of a reunion tour. Yeah, because Harry has consistently on his European tour <clears throat> has consistently played Stockholm Syndrome mm-hmm. and then Niall has been playing um Best Song Ever and mm-hmm. I mean, Harry has always done in his set list what makes you beautiful, I think. Um, So that's not abnormal. But like these other songs that are more like deep cuts. Mm -hmm. um, And then Louis did Where Do Broken Hearts Go? So I I don't know. This is suspicious and I don't like it. (laughs) Making me... Well, it's making me feel things and I'm but, not okay with it. But it's, it's like also stressful to your point, like you were saying. So yeah, it it is stressful. My, my fear is the same that if there is going to be a reunion tour, number one, it's probably going to be very limited in where they do it. So it's, you know, right. you're going to have to pick and choose where to go, which means it's going to be not just the tickets, travel. which are going to be astronomical, but yeah, travel. Yeah. And then the fighting, the fighting to get tickets to this, because this yeah. This might not be BTS big, but this will be big. All this will same. be big. Yeah. If well, it's okay. True. So I have a question. <clears throat> so in the realm of tickets, really uh-huh. quick. Um. So I was. So you know, I've been tracking the Taylor Swift ticket mm. situation mm-hmm. because I really want to go. I think it would be super fun. However, I don't have the kind of cash on hand to like be able to do so. And so, but people have been saying that right before the show, ticket prices will like go down because people want to sell them. Right. So I've been like trying to track ones for like other dates just to see like how low do we mean? Mm -hmm. And even for nosebleed seats, it's an average of about $1,200 a piece, which is wild Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. however so i was on so i was on tiktok and i was scrolling and this girl posted um a video of ed sheeran's concert because he's currently touring in the united states as well and he was like um and they were and whoever posted it was like i know that you all want to go to era's tour but hear me out ed sheeran's mathematics tour is also very good 
<laughs> and so I went just to see like what the ticket prices are for him. Cause he's like, I would consider him a very fairly like popular artist. Yeah. And so I went to go see nosebleeds for him are $80 a pop. That's and I could bad. get general admission. I know. And I could get general admission like on the floor and it would be 145. Also not bad. I know. That's like reasonable, I think, yeah. for someone well, of that magnitude. And yeah. I so now I'm like curious, like what deal did Ed Sheeran strike to like make the ticket prices reasonable for him or just nobody cares? I was going to say, I don't know. Just, I mean, I feel like people care. I mean, they might care, but he's not nearly as hyped up as she is on her heiress tour or whatever. Not to mention. OK. All right. I know you hate her, okay? We don't, don't have to talk her. about that right now. I don't need that kind of tone from you. Look, my thing is, if I had to think, and I don't, I've never been to either type of concert for, I've never been to either one of their concerts ever, right? But if I had to guess, I would also have to think that the finances that go into her concert is probably also astronomical because just from the videos True. that are just absolutely True. viral there is a lot yeah. going into her concert like she is perform it's not just her the singing, production value production yeah so uh, yeah i think number one having access to all of that and being able to move it so aggressively with wherever she's going to make it work in all of these different venues i think that's what's yeah. making the prices crazy as well yeah honestly Be because I, I mean she's very popular but i would argue that there are a lot of popular artists obviously like ed who don't have that's that true. problem that's true ed ed's is like the screens and then he basically right. is his own band because well, right. he does like the exactly. recording thing right so he the might loop, have a couple of loop recording yeah, he might have a couple of things that he does during the concert that are like, oh, wow, but it's not going to be nearly as flamboyant and like large as Taylor is right. going to do. You're right. That's true. So I think that's, that's a good that's point. Why it's just ex more expensive to do for her. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Fair. That's my Fair. idea. I don't I hate just, her. I'm just not a $1,200 for a seat where I can barely see her is, what? and it's kind of behind the stage too. Like I was like, cause it gives you like the little preview of like where your seat is. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're like, wow, <laughs> like behind, you're just looking, you're just looking at nothing. <laughs> My favorite $1,200 for nothing. <laughs> for nothing. For nothing. <sighs> anyway, so, moving Chris on. would also like me to say in here, well, really quick. Chris would also like me to say in here that we are going to the, see the Jonas Brothers in August. So there's that. Did you? Okay. Did you also, because um, they were kind of in the same realm at the time, the Jonas Brothers and, um, oh my God, it just did, like your brain did earlier. My brain just went, um, Big Time Rush. Is it another boy band? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chris is a big, big time Rush person. They I are doing a concert at Foxwoods. Oh, it's not okay. like a, it's not like a concert concert. It's like a. So you're concert. a big time Rush person then. I was. I don't listen to their music anymore, but 
I was yeah. uh, when I was listening to the Jonas Brothers, I was also listening to them. <laughs> and you just made me think about it. Got it. Got it. <clears throat> I was an exclusively Jonas Brothers type of person until One Direction came. And then yeah. I was like, oh, well, they do. Have good moving music. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. It's very, you know, pop team, yeah. all that. It was very yeah. in. Very All right. In. Next story. Now that we've rambled on about One Direction okay. enough. That just <clears throat> happens. Um, so. Opened at the Guggenheim Museum. I think I believe that's in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, the new show, Young Picasso in Paris, comprises 10 paintings and drawings made by Picasso upon his arrival in the French capital in 1900. I'm not going to try to say that French thing. Um, But one of the paintings depicts a lively scene, um, a famous Parisian dance hall that was painted by the artist um, and by, wait, wait, wait. Why is this grammar so terrible? I am the worst. All right. Um, (laughs) Basically, one of the paintings has a very lively scene in a Parisian dance hall and a bunch of couples are featured in in the painting um we see three figures seated at a table in the foreground however um studies carried out by the guggenheim in collaboration with experts from the metropolitan museum of art and the national gallery of art in washington dc revealed a lively fourth guest at the table covered up by a swath of dark paint conservators were able to generate an image of what the dog originally looked like so it is a dog that's cool that was it that was covered up yes so they were able to see what the dog originally looked like using x-ray fluorescence and an imaging technique that maps out the chemical elements in the painting including pigments according to the guggenheim senior painter conservator Hmm. apparently Changing his paintings is a common practice for Picasso, and this discovery is one of the earliest examples of him changing his paintings. That is so cool. Um, Yeah, and they think, so like the museum noted that the dog bears a close resemblance to the Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, um, though they cannot say for certain why Picasso opted to remove the canine from the scene. Um, She suggested the painter might have... um, considered because i guess it had like a bow on it was like a dog with a bow and um i guess picasso decided that's probably too distracting to the overall effect of the painting Mm. he was trying to do so he covered it up but he's done this in like several other paintings apparently it's like um hidden pictures (laughs) right (laughs) no exactly um also can we talk about how freaking wild technology is that we found a dog in this however many year old painting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. technology is wild how did we even know He's what to very look wild. for or did we just look because we know I, this is what he does you know well I think I think each painting probably goes through a certain level of like review yeah yeah it's kind of like archaeology where they yeah. like you know look in places 
and That's see true. what's going on. I don't know. And they they like go through the what I imagine is that they go through this like scanner thing mm. and they look to make sure that everything's authentic and like nice looking and the same as it was before. And, true. you know. That's true. If I, I don't know. I yeah. That's true. Well, that so, makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. wild. Very wild. Very wild. Well, I loved that. Um good. Because I love technology and yeah. We're about to see what other kinds of things technology has given us. Uh also please take us. note. I was very proud of myself that yeah. both of my good news stories did not have anything to do with science. It had technology. <laughs> I know, but like it was, it was not about exactly art. science. Yeah, no, so. that's fair. Yeah, I guess you could call Liam Payne's uh struggles art. <laughs> He's so artistic. <laughs> Some would call him an artist. Others would call him a washed up boy band member. Oh but, my God. You know. <laughs> <laughs> not I. Not I would never do that. Certainly not you. Certainly not. No. <laughs> Me? What? That was great. Uh, okay. Well, we are going to dive into some science today. So don't think that you got out of the science because it's still here. And we're still going to bore you. She's still you on her planet crusade, everybody. Oh, oh, I'm on another planet, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> I am out there today. Um, uh, As you can see from the title, today's planet of choice is Mars. So we're making our way through. And I would also like to preface this to say that we know a lot about Mars. Uh, Obviously not everything, because we're still exploring it. Um, but we know a lot about it comparatively to the other planets and we're going to talk about essentially how and why and it's super exciting I guess yay yay <laughs> don't get too crazy uh, <laughs> all right so as our other series episodes have gone we're going to talk about basic facts first if you don't know, Mars is the fourth planet from the sun. It's also known as the red planet because it looks red. <laughs> and we are super creative <laughs> with what we call things. We love that. <laughs> wow. Uh, it has its name origins, as you might know, from ancient Romans for the god of war, Mars. And that is because of its reddish color. It's reminiscent of blood. So fun. Um and other civilizations also named the planet with this kind of attribute in mind. For example, the Egyptians called it Herdesher, which means the red one. Oh. Don't come for me for the absolute terrible pronunciation. That's the best I can do. Um, even today, it's frequently called Red Planet for short. It's got a lot of iron minerals in it. Iron oxidizes, so red. Uh, and in the Martian dirt oxidation or rust that's what's causing this color so you have like metal we've all seen rust before i'm sure anybody seen a ford Indeed. bronco from like 1993 you know what rust is. <laughs> what freaking rust is <laughs> the whole thing is rust <laughs> oh my god um it is about 154,000 miles away from the sun which is about 249,000 kilometers um it didn't give me a distance from Earth, but it ain't that far, so that's cute. Uh, it has a one-way light time to the sun, which again is just how long the sunlight takes to hit the planet, 
it's about 13-ish minutes, and one year is about 687 Earth days. So. Wow. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, planet is terrestrial. We've already been over the other ones. If you don't remember what the other types are, you can go back and listen to the other series. Um, but this is also, other than our planet, of course, out of the ones we've talked about, this is also the first planet to have moons, which is super great. So We love um, that. Yeah, she's cute. Mars has two moons. They are considered captured asteroids, and they are potato-shaped due to the lack of gravity that would normally make things spherical. Uh, the moons get their names from horses that pulled the chariot of the Greek god of war, Ares. So that's exciting. Uh, moon number one is Phobos, the innermost and largest of the two. It is heavily cratered with deep grooves on its surface and is slowly moving towards Mars. And they are predicting it will actually crash into Mars in about 50 million years. So dramatic. Um Deimos, that is dramatic. <laughs> I know. Deimos is about half as big as Phobos. It orbits two and a half times further away from Mars, and it kind of has a weird shape uh, and is covered in loose dirt that often fills the craters on its surface, making it appear a little bit more smooth uh, than Phobos. So great, <laughs> great things, <laughs> really. Love that. Yeah. Um, it doesn't currently have any rings, but uh, unfortunately, we haven't gotten to Saturn yet. But here's the thing you need to know about space rings around planets. While Mars doesn't currently have rings, it might in like 50 million years. Oh, you're saying, oh, <laughs> they're like, that's strange. Isn't that about the time that Phobos is about to slam right into Mars? And you're like, yes, <laughs> actually, it is. Wanna know why? Because thus the rings. <laughs> thus the rings. <laughs> so what happens is when these planetary things collide, they create dust and debris that's rock and planet matter and it all goes up into space and depending on the gravitational pull how strong it is the rotation all of those fun science facts sometimes they are the catalyst for the dusty rings that you find example saturn so mars may get a ring which is so great for her um but it's not going to be for like another 50 million years and it will be because phobos dramatically slams into her or him. I guess it's a man. I don't know. Bottom line is, might put a ring on it. Phobos is interested. The atmosphere on Mars is thin and mostly made up of... Don't laugh at me! It's mostly made up of... <laughs> no, it's just funny because, like, I'm imagining all the, like, the the dating history and like the drama like we could make a reality like a totally fake reality show of all of these like planets and their dating do. problems I, I think that this is going to be great i say we do that <laughs> the real housewives of the universe absolutely do you know how few <laughs> views that would get <laughs> so many so many few views uh, Mars has a thin atmosphere mo made of mostly carbon dioxide, nitrogen, and argon gases. Um, the weather is, is it's all right. Uh, temperatures on Mars can be as high as 70, degree, 70 degrees Fahrenheit or about 20 degrees Celsius. Um, they can also be as low as negative 225 degrees Fahrenheit, which is about negative... 
153 degrees Celsius. Somehow that doesn't feel right, but maybe it is. Doesn't matter. It's pretty chilly. Uh, and because the atmosphere is so thin, um, heat from the sun can easily escape. So if you were standing on the surface of Mars on the equator at noon, it would kind of feel like spring at your feet uh, and then winter at your head, which is great. Uh, that variance is vast. Um, I, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like what you just said. It's like I need a hat and flip flops. I'm so confused. I need a sweater and then bare feet. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, but occasionally winds on Mars are strong enough to create dust storms. And you'll see if you look at a lot of the images, in addition to it being red, you will kind of see them covering up the planet a little bit. And after such storms, it can be kind of months before all that dust settles because it's a terrestrial planet. It's rock, dust, and matter. You know, it's just dusty. Dusty. Uh, and now we're going to move into her actual looks. Um, it has a radius. <laughs> but what she look like. But what she, you like how I just keep that? It's just in our notes. But, but what she look like. <laughs> what she look I'm like. I'm sure that oh. came from NASA. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Is that the NASA. official heading on the NASA website? <laughs> uh, yes. I literally <laughs> copied and pasted. <laughs> Can you imagine? That'd make the site so much better, honestly. I would love that. But oh what she God. look like. Uh, it has a radius of about 2,000 miles, which is about 3,000 kilometers. Again, if you want the diameter, just take it and times it by two. Maths. Uh, it has a tilt of about 23.4 degrees. Um, so it will also have similar seasons to Earth. However, those seasons will last just a little bit longer due to the slower orbit it has around the sun. And this orbit is similar to that of Mercury, which we talked about in our first episode, where it's a bit egg shape in orbit structure. So just a little wonky. Mm -hmm. uh, it's an oval. oval. Yeah, exactly. Shapes. It has a structure in terms of like, core mantle whatever also pretty similar to us i think most planets do for the most part especially the terrestrial ones uh, mars has a dense core at its center which is between 930 and 1300 miles in radius uh, which is about 15 to 2100 kilometers it's made of iron nickel and sulfur which is pretty typical of that <laughs> uh its yes. surrounding core is a rocky mantle it's thick. And then above that is the crust, of course, which is composed of iron, magnesium, aluminum, calcium, and potassium. And that crust is about six to 30 miles deep, which is kind of a weird, eh, I don't know how weird it is. I guess, I don't know what Earth's is. We haven't done Earth yet, but, um, you know, it's not too thick, I guess. She ain't that thick. Thick. Um, thick. So its surface in general, uh, you will see those browns and golds and tans. Again, this is due to that oxidation or rusting of the iron in the rocks. They call it Martian soil or regolith. Um, if you like the Mad Max aesthetic, this is your planet. <laughs> this is basically. It. This is it. <laughs> also, if you enjoy um, saying Red Planet, you can sing Red Planet in the Little Mix song, Red Planet. Um, so just... If you like the aesthetic red red planet whatever uh while mars thank you for the sing-alongs you're very welcome 
Uh, while Mars is about half the diameter of Earth, its surface has nearly the same area as Earth's dry land. Its volcanoes impact craters, crustal movement, and atmospheric conditions, such as the dust st storms that have altered the landscape of Mars over many, 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 many years. Um, and it's interesting topographically, apparently, so as a result. Uh, there's a large canyon system called Vallis Marineris. Sure. It is long enough to stretch from California to New York, so that's more than 3,000 miles, if you don't know. This Martian canyon is 200 miles at its widest and 4.3 miles at its deepest, and that's about 10 times the size of Earth's Grand Canyon. So, Can I interrupt you for one moment? Of course you can. My cat just opened the closet door. <laughs> don't mind if I do. I'll just let myself in. <laughs> he opened he opened the closet door just so he could find a place to nap. Honestly, that is the only reason that you should do anything to find a place to nap. That's what I'd like to be doing. <laughs> Jinx, so I see you in there. Bruh, we see you. <laughs> He's supposed to root around. He's like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Where? Meanwhile, his tail is like sticking out <laughs> the side. That's always the best when they think they're hidden. You've seen that cat that's behind the sheer curtain and he legit does not yeah. <laughs> think yeah. that he is found. But he, we see you plain and clear. Yeah. Oh, cats are great. <laughs> Freaking love it. So funny. Oh my God. Um, All right. Please back to your reg regularly scheduled programming. Sorry about that. <laughs> Mars is also home to the largest volcano in the entire solar system, which is pretty grand. It's called Olympus Mons, and it's three times taller than our Mount Everest with a base the size of the state of New Mexico. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. That's a pretty intense <laughs> volcano. I think it's huge. If you if you ever wanted to feel small, <laughs> just think about the solar system for a little while. Yeah. It'll humble you right up. <laughs> um, and then my next favorite session uh, outside of but what she looked like is but water though. Uh, but Mars water though. <laughs> water though. Mars appears to have had a watery past, so this is also kind of similar to Venus. We talked about the fact that she was mm. kind of Earth's twin, um, and then things went horribly wrong. Uh, with ancient river valley networks and deltas and lake beds like Mars had it all. She, he really did. Um, this was also, you know, full of rocks and different kinds of minerals on the surface that could have also formed in liquid water. Uh, they claim that some features on Mars um, may have suggested that there have been huge floods on the planet as well, but this would have been about 3.5 billion years ago. And they also claim that there is still water on Mars today. However, the Martian atmosphere, which is what they call Mars's atmosphere, is too thin for liquid water to exist for long on the actual surface. So essentially the water that's currently there that you can find is water ice just under the surface in the polar regions, as well as in briny, salty water, which will seasonally flow from some of the hillsides and crater walls. So, does have water, just a little sparse. 
What does that look? <laughs> Nothing. I just, <laughs> I didn't realize there was blowing water. I just thought it was oh. like crystallized kind of yeah. like under the surface. But now I'm like picturing some kind of small river and I'm like, oh, this is different <laughs> than I thought it was. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that either before reading this. I also did not think that there yeah. was like live like living moving breathing water <laughs> you know um yeah but it's pretty cool uh yeah as usual we will talk about formation and exploration in the second half but for now i'm gonna send y'all over to the ad whoop whoop We receive many questions regarding what exactly mediocre content podcast can be used for in the average person's daily life. Today, we will address this question head on with a list of everything you can do while listening to MCP. Kirsten, take it away. Laundry, cooking, biking, hiking, driving, typing, working, walking, jumping, um, tattooing, swimming, okay, launching a rocket, math homework, hopping, racing, singing, All right, I, shaking, I think they swimming, get it. Jogging, eating, spinning, zooming, fishing, Here's it. voting. Hello? Girl, can you hear me? Um, okay. It appears we've lost her. Um, well, just so you know, you could do a lot of things while listening to Mediocre Content Podcast. So, uh, yeah. That's, that's, that's the whole ad. And, um, uh, I'm gonna go head over to the second half now. Um, Kirsten, come on over when you're better. Alright, bye guys. Not listening to your wife eating peanuts. Welcome back, everybody. We are now in the second half. We're going to talk about formation and exploration on Mars. Uh, and you might think with how much that we know about Mars that this is going to be a really long section of the pod, but you would be wrong because there is so much, in fact, <laughs> that I cannot include all of it, which is just shameful. We just do not have the time. I mean, we could have the first ever two-hour pod, but I don't really <laughs> think anyone wants that, including us. <laughs> no, and in fact, it would be more like a three to four-hour pod with how much we have, Fair. which is just Fair. insanity to me. So let's start small. So formation. Uh, solar system allegedly settled in its current layout around 4.5 billion years ago, um, is what they say. Mars was formed when gravity pulled swirling gas and dust in and that is what they say became the fourth planet mars it's about half the size of oh. earth terrestrial planet as we've talked about and that's kind of it <laughs> that, that's what they think love it they think gas yeah. and dust is what made mars and you know what they're probably right <laughs> i feel like that's most planets you know i would say so yeah um more interestingly is the exploration, of course, however. So there is no planet beyond Earth that has been studied as intensely as Mars. It's just easier to do comparatively. To some would, some would say we're obsessed with Mars. Some I would, would say. also say that. Maybe we're going to put a ring on it before Phobos slams into him viciously. You know, uh, it might Honestly. be Earth. Uh, who knows? We'll talk about it in the uh, Housewives episode. Either way, <laughs> recorded observations of Mars <laughs> date back as far as the Egyptian period, which is about 4,000 or over 4,000 years ago. And in Egypt, it's said that they charted the planet's movement in the sky. Pretty amazing. He is obsessed with you today. 
I love it. He just jumped on my lap, like just casually, and he didn't even use his nails. I'm so happy for him. He's That's getting so, so good. good at it. <laughs> getting so good at it. Today, NASA has a fleet of robotic spacecraft that study Mars from all angles pretty consistently. Um, and its experiences have changed in terms of like what we're doing on Mars now. Uh, so now they're in exploration types instead of just exploration uh, like successes so you know like in the previous episodes uh particularly in mercury for example where we had like the flybys we had the orbiters and then we had the like the landers and it was just about how close can we get for how long and still retrieve data from that probe or robot or whatever you want to call it right it was literally can we succeed at all to make contact with this planet in any way? Mars, because yeah. we are so good at getting in contact with it and having successful landings and orbits and et cetera, we are just now taking that to the activities and things. We are we are past success. We are now, what kind of exploration types can we do on this planet then if it's so easy to get to and so easy to explore? So that's how crazy it is in terms of success with mars hmm. um as i said there's so much to cover i'm only going to talk about these types uh loosely to say the least because there's just so much going on um but i would highly highly suggest if you're interested in exploring each of these categories and these individual uh, explorations more deeply go on to nasa's websites we always have the urls in the description so make sure you check it out yes. if you're interested uh because this is just <laughs> brief uh on the ground so this is type number one uh nasa's next generation perseverance rover is going to be doing some stuffs it is the largest most advanced rover that nasa has sent to another world and again probably because they trust it to get to mars and be able to do something successful there uh it touched down on mars uh february 18th in 2021 uh, and two other nasa spacecraft are already at work on the surface this is nasa's curiosity rover which is currently exploring mount sharp in the gale crater and nasa's insight which is a stationary lander that is probing the interior of mars from a site on a flat smooth plane called elysium Plan planitia there we go nailed it so wow. a couple of things happening. One was sent over and touched down already in 2021. It's kind of new to the gang. And the other ones were already kind of doing their thing. Uh, in the air, the Ingenuity helicopter flew to Mars attached to the belly of Perseverance, which again is the ground robot that was sent and landed in 2021. Um, Ingenuity uh became the first aircraft in history to make a powered controlled flight on another planet and this was in april 19 2021 so it landed in february um started making controlled flights around the planet in april which is pretty amazing that is pretty amazing so just kind of I guess kind of think about that is like on earth, you would see helicopters and planes and stuff, you know, all the time. Um, 
this is now happening in Mars <laughs> with the ingenuity. <laughs> Can I give a brief cat update? Yes, please. <laughs> okay, so um, Jinx was in the closet and then he was in like this little basket thing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then Salem found out that he was in the closet. Yes, right. And then uh, went in the basket with Jinx and then right. Jinx poked his little head out and was like, I'm being crushed. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, help. <laughs> and then he jumped and then Jinx jumped out of the closet and is now sitting next to me. Literally Salem just wanted to steal his spot. He does that all the time to Jinx. I feel kind of bad. He can't tell if he wants to cuddle or if he's just like, get out. It's mine now. <laughs> right. And like sometimes they'll cuddle together. But like most of the time, Jinx is not having that. That's fair. That's fair. Salem seems a little rogue. <laughs> he's clingy. And <laughs> Jinx isn't here for that. Salem, you're a little clingy. I'm going to need you to mind your biz. <laughs> he's a stage four clinger. <laughs> Poor Salem. <laughs> All right. Continue uh, with your okay. right, 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 with right. your Mars exploration <laughs> details. We're almost there. <laughs> um, okay, orbiting, which is different from air. So air is going to be within the atmosphere, orbit it's going to be outside of it. Uh NASA has three spacecraft that are, are currently in orbit around Mars, and it's Mars Reconnaissance, uh, Mars Odyssey, and then Maven. Uh they clearly had a different naming strategy for all of these. And I, uh, I'm i sure on the website, there's specifics around when these were launched, when they got caught in orbit, what the success was, what they're doing. All that information is on NASA's website with these individual categories. So if you're curious about what they're doing and why they're in orbit and when they were sent, um, again, go check it out, read about it, do your own research, as we always say. Um. And now we're into international missions, which is its own little category of which there are many as well. Uh, lots of different countries have found their way over to Mars as well. The Hope orbiter that was from the United Arab Emirates arrived on February 9th, 2021. So lots happening in 2021. Mm -hmm. uh, there's also China's Tianwen Tianwen number one. Mm -hmm. That one also arrived in February, just a day after the United Arab Emirates did, February 10th, 2021. And that includes an orbiter, a lander, and a rover. So China sent a lot of stuff. Um, in May of that same year, China became the second nation to ever land successfully on Mars when its Zorong Mars rover touched down. And then the ESA manages the ExoMars Trace Gas Orbiter and the Mars Express missions. Um, India's first red planet spacecraft, the Mars Orbiter Mission, or MOM, has been orbiting Mars since 2014. So there's a lot Mom. going on. Mom! <laughs> Get out of my room! Yeah, you know what? Mars is just being a brat. And so India was like, we got to send the mom. Got to send the mothership. Right. We do. Um, so there's a lot going on. Uh, it's still going on. There's a lot of uh, current missions going on. I'm sure that they're also planning on sending more. I don't know when. I don't know what. However, go check it out. Uh, read mm -hmm. up on it. There's a plethora of things to uh, you know, learn about when it comes to Mars. It's a very cool planet. Uh, 
similar to Venus, my understanding is they're also trying to figure out, you know, how Mars came to be what it is, if it was always what it is, considering there is water, you know, the whole life on the planet, could it sustain all of those things that we're generally curious about when we're exploring the solar system. Um, I love how you said Mars is a very cool planet, but really it's only cool from like the waist up. <laughs> Literally <laughs> the waist up. It's the only kind of cooling you're going to receive at Mars. That's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Your feet are blistering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very true, though. <laughs> that weather is crazy. Wild. Instead of, instead of the equator splitting it, it's just kind of like your height. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's so weird. It is It's weird, like such an it? odd concept to think about. It is weird. I almost kind of want to recreate it. What I'll do, I know exactly what I'll do. I'll put a fan at face height and a space heater at (laughs) at leg height, and we'll just experience Mars in my own living room. That's right. You're so right. And then, and then you can just be like wearing shorts and flip flops on the bottom. (laughs) And then on the top, you're wearing a ski jacket with like a, 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 a really, one of those really fuzzy like ski hats or whatever. Yeah. Ski hats. You know what I'm talking with the flaps, the ear flaps. Oh, like a like a a cabin hat or whatever they are. I don't yes, know. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I okay. forget the proper name for them, but you know what I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about. They're usually plaid. Like if you were to go dog sledding, you would think about wearing one of those hats. Yes, indeed. Also, yeah. um, I kind of do that already. Like if I'm sitting in this room, like my top, mm-hmm. like my top half gets really uh, cold. So I usually wear like a sweater and then yeah. my bot- I'm just sweaty. So I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> so I'm kind of like the embodiment of Mars as I am. Yes. You know? Yes. I'm sure any like woman would also <laughs> <laughs> give that same <laughs> I saw a joke, uh, like a video from College Humor, which is also a throwback. They're doing TikToks now, but yeah. I saw, um, I saw them do this video where it's like it's the woman's winter when it's like AC inside, but it's like so freaking hot outside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like that's actually pretty. Active. I do you know what though? I am here for aggressive AC. <laughs> I am here for it. I appreciate it. I love it. If I have to wear a sweater inside during a 90 degree day, I am blissfully happy. Absolutely. I wish I could do that more here. We have zero central AC and it kills me every summer. Yeah, we have the same. um, But our temperatures, I think, are a little bit more moderate than y'all's. Probably. It's definitely humid here, which doesn't help. So. Yeah, we are we're stuck in this perpetual like spring because at night it's like 52. Yeah. And cold. Yeah. Like at I'm wearing like three jackets mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. pants and socks and all the, the whole nine. <laughs> and then during the day, it yeah. doesn't get too warm, but it gets like 65. Warm. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm wearing, you know, like my t-shirt and pants and maybe like some Birkenstocks or something. So it's very Yes. Yes. Uh, 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 I just like want it to be hot. I want to like bake in the sun for a little bit. I want to be, I want to have lizard time where I like bake in the sun. Just, I just want to lay on a hot rock outside somewhere. That's it. That's all I want to do. Oh my God. Uh, well, um, if you'd like, if you'd like to send us lizard photos, you can do so. <laughs> Comment, comment, uh, lizard time if you've been here for this long. Yeah. And don't forget to rate us five stars for great lizard content. We 
are the best of lizard content. <laughs> uh, you can do all of that at mediocrecontentpodcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us up over at Mediocre Squawks on Twitter or Instagram at Mediocre Content Podcast. Um, and I guess that's all I have. Yeah, that yeah. sounds great. We will I think it's good. definitely see you guys in June. Uh, hopefully it'll be warmer then. So uh, we'll see you then. Cheers. Cheers.